Welcome one week more to a new episode of the Leading Yourself podcast. This week, we continue our series on how to end the year strong and create momentum towards the new year. And we're going to be talking about the power of intention. Yes, the power of intention. I'm going to share with you what intentions are, how are they different from goals, and how can we leverage the power of intentions to end the year strong, create momentum towards the new year, and become a better version of ourselves. Let's dig in into today's episode. Welcome to the Leading Yourself podcast. This is your host, Carolina de Arriba. I'm an HR professional, health and fitness coach, wife, mom, and above all things, a goal getter. In this podcast, we're going to be digging into all things leadership, professional and career development, habits, and relationships. This is a podcast for those who want to become the best version of themselves, those who have big dreams and are willing to embrace the journey and put in the work to achieve them. My goal is to share with you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you in your journey. So let's dig in into today's episode. Let's talk about the power of intentions. I personally discovered intentions a couple of years ago. If you know me, you know that I'm a goal getter. I'm a very goal-oriented person. I'm very ambitious in the best sense of the world. I like I'm always looking to be better and do more. And that's part of my DNA. So I truly believe in the power of goals, but like I have shared in previous episodes, when it comes to making sustainable life changes, goals fall short sometimes. And a couple of years ago, right before the pandemic, I came across a podcast episode around intentions, and I tried to incorporate intentions into my life. And for the first week, I was seeing some momentum, but quickly lost the consistency. And I've tried to incorporate them several times over the last two years. And it's been a journey. It continues to be a journey. I'm still learning and I'm still harvesting the power of intentions. But there's a few things that I've learned in the last two years in trying to find where intentions fit, how intentions work together with my goals and my vision, and how can I really harvest the power that I know they have in my life to create momentum and to help me become a better version of myself. So what I thought is I would share with you today what I've learned so far and how I have approached intentions. I would say in the past month, especially a couple of months, um, I've been really keen into intentions and I'm really seeing that momentum picking up and I really see the power of intentions um, in my life in the past two months. So I want to take a pause to reflect on what I've learned so far and share with you a couple of tips that maybe can help you again end the year strong and create momentum into 2022. So as I mentioned, I'm a goal getter. I truly believe in the power of goals, especially when you set smarter goals, right? Goals serve as direction and they're measurable. They 
they're very easy to track and you're, you can say whether you're making progress or not towards the things that you want to accomplish. But when it comes to make sustainable life changes, goals many times fall short. Before I started really setting intentions and really focusing on intentions, I constantly found myself working really hard towards my goals. I thought that I needed to work hard and harder to accomplish what I wanted. And if and I saw my goals as a milestone towards my vision and a milestone towards the version of myself that I want to become. And I find that when it comes to becoming a better version of yourself, goals are not the best leverage that you have. Um, I try to stick to my goals. Sometimes I reach them. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I felt frustrated because I didn't reach the goals that I set for myself. Sometimes I was feeling that I was not good enough or that I was not trying enough or that that was not meant for me. So I started to feel a little bit let down every time that I didn't hit a goal, any time that I didn't see the progress, or sometimes I would hit a goal and I would reach the goal. And of course, I celebrated and I was happy and fulfilled, but that didn't last too long. And then I found myself trying to find for a new goal to reach to, to replicate that feeling of fulfillment and that feeling of accomplishment, which definitely when you hit a goal, you get that feeling. But then it almost becomes like a constant pursue for another goal and then another goal and then another goal. And it can be sometimes exhausted. It wasn't until I started setting intentions that I started to see lasting changes in my life and things and changes that were sustainable and that contributed to me feeling fulfilled, whether I have hit a goal or didn't hit a goal that made me feel joyful whether I was making progress towards those goals or not. If you are right now in a place where you feel a little bit stuck, maybe unfulfilled, maybe you feel that you need more clarity or more direction in your life, I really encourage you to keep listening to this podcast episode because we're going to uncover how intentions can give you the power to find that clarity to find that fulfillment, and to get unstuck. So I think we need to start by defining what intentions are. And the way I like to define intentions is, for me, intentions are guiding principles, right? Guiding principles for how you want to show up every day in your life. They're rooted into how you want to live your life. How do you want to live every moment, every day, every week, every year of your life? Intentions help you reflect and ask yourself what matters most in your life. Um, How do you want to show up every day for yourself, for your family, uh, for your coworkers, for your team, for your community? And also, I found that intentions are really, really helpful to guide our actions, 
our thoughts and our responses to what happens to us throughout the day. I mentioned this a lot of times. We cannot control what happens to us or around us, but we can always control how we react to those things. And I feel that intentions help us react in a way that is in alignment with our values and our priorities. Because how many times things have come, things have happened in your life and you reacted to those things and afterwards reflecting back, you regret the way that you reacted and you wish you have reacted in a different way. When you have clear intentions and you set intentions and you're intentional on how you're showing up every day in every situation, you almost eliminate that sense of regret afterwards because you responded in a way that was aligned to your values and your principles and your priorities. So I want to go a little bit further in identifying or defining intentions, and I want to differentiate goals and intentions because I don't want in any point in time during this episode, diminish the power of goals, right? We have done, I have done a lot of podcast episodes around goal setting, and you will continue to hear me talking about goals and how powerful goals are. But goals are different than intentions. And I feel that if you have both, if you're able to incorporate both and synchronize both, then you almost multiply by 10 the power that you have in creating lasting changes in your life and creating the momentum that we've been talking about in this series of episodes. So let's differentiate goals from intentions. Let's start with goals. Goals typically, not typically, always are future-oriented, right? Are things that we want to accomplish in the future, things that we haven't accomplished yet that we aspire to accomplish. They often focus on materialistic things or tangible achievements, right? Because if you're setting goals the right way, they're measurable. So if they're measurable, typically are things that are either materialistic or tangible. Like you want to lose 10 pounds, you want to get a promotion, you want to buy a house, you want to save X amount of money, you want to start a new business, you want to create X amount of things. They're typically materialistic or tangible achievements. They also create self-imposed deadlines. When we set goals, even if we don't write down a deadline in our minds, we are setting a deadline to ourselves as to when we want to achieve that thing, when we expect that we would achieve that thing. They also set expectations and measurements of what is success or not success. When are you winning or when are you losing, right? And that is very powerful in goals because they help us know if we're making progress on the right direction. Are we getting closer to achieving the goal? Goals are great in certain aspects of our lives. And and what I found is that goals are an enabler for accomplishments. If you want to focus on accomplishing something, whatever that something is, goals are the best enabler to allow you to achieve that accomplishment. However, if we try to 
to implement goals in other areas of our life that are not necessarily related to those materialistic things or those tangible achievements or accomplishments. Goals sometimes can leave us feel guilty, unworthy, feeling that we're not enough. Um, Maybe you set a goal and in your mind you have this deadline and if you didn't accomplish the goal exactly by the deadline that you have set, then you feel defeated. You feel that you lost. You feel unfulfilled. You feel unworthy. You feel that you didn't try good enough. And it creates this negative dialogue in the back of our heads. And here's the thing. When I talk about goals in the past, one thing that we do with goals is that we estimate how long is it going to take us to accomplish that goals. And estimations are not always precise. But in our minds, we have this fixed deadline. And if we don't hit the deadline, it can create this negative spiral of thoughts. Even when you come very close to achieving a goal, you can easily get stuck in this self-depreciating inner dialogue, right? Where you start to label your actions and your decisions as winning or losing or making progress or getting stuck. And the more you think about those negative thoughts, the more you attract more of those negative thoughts. On the other hand, intentions, they keep us focused on the present. They don't have a deadline. They don't imply any pressure. They don't have a definition of success. There's not such thing as good or bad. Um, They keep us aligned with our core values and what really matters in our lives. I think that is the most precious power of intentions that they keep us aligned. Because when we are aligned, we can get past a lot of this negative self-talk that we were talking about a minute ago. So intentions allow you to be in the present moment. They, They help you make conscious decisions every moment in every situation that comes your way. And they help you choose how you wanna show up every day of your life. So I mentioned goals are the enabler for achievement. Intentions are the enabler for identity. And let me make a pause and talk about identity. I've talked about identity before in the podcast. I had even Anthony Trucks as a guest on the podcast, actually as a guest for the Thrive Conference that I hosted earlier this year to talk about identity. And I'm going to revert back to something that I read in the book Atomic Habits by James Clear, one of my favorite books in the world. You know, I'm really big into habits and this book has been, it's like the Bible for for forming habits. And in the book, James Clear explains that if we want to make sustainable change, there's three layers, right? A lot of people, when they try to make sustainable change in their lives, they start by setting goals. And as we said, there's nothing wrong with goals. I love goals. I love setting goals. I love achieving goals. I love pursuing goals. Goals are great for certain things in certain situations, but they're just not enough to create that sustainable change. Because let's say that I set a goal for 2022 that I want to run a marathon. 
The fact that I set the goal, maybe I even wrote it down. Maybe I put it on a post-it note somewhere where I can see it. And I, it reminds me every day that that's my goal. That's what, what I want to accomplish in 2022. It's not going to change my lifestyle. It's not going to make me make the changes that I need to actually run the marathon. It's not enough. It's going to help, yes, but it's not going to be enough. The next level, the next layer is systems. And when we talk about systems, we talk about habits. These are daily routines that help us create and automate things in our lives. So if my goal is to run a marathon and I'm able to develop the habit of running every day, now I'm more likely to actually achieve that goal that I have in mind of running a marathon. So habits complement goals in creating that sustainable change. But it's not enough. Because if I just set a goal of running a marathon and I set the habits to train for that marathon, I might even get to the finish line. I might even run that marathon next year. But what is going to happen after I run that marathon? I already checked the box. I already accomplished my goal. There's nothing else after that. I've already done it, right? I mean, I guess I can set up a goal to run another marathon, but it's not a, li- a lifelong change that I made on my, ma- on my life because it has a deadline. And after that deadline and after I hit the goal, there's nothing after that. That's where the third layer comes in. And that layer is identity. And it's answering the question of who do I need to become? If I want to run a marathon, who do I need to become? How do I need to show up? Who do I need to be? The answer is a runner, right? And if I'm a runner, one, I can reverse engineer and then determine what are the systems and habits that I need to be a good runner, right? And it's going to support me accomplishing my goal of running a marathon. But more impactful than that, if I become a runner, even if I run that marathon, I'm going to continue running. And there's no end to being a runner. I can be a runner for life. And I'm going to slowly but consistently make those life sustainable changes to become that identity of a runner. And intentions are an enabler to create that identity because they are intertwined into who we are and who do we want to become. Intentions help us show up today in the present as the person that we want or aspire to be in the future. Intentions are about who you want to be in this world. How do you want to contribute to your family, to your community, to your company, and most importantly, to yourself? They are focused on positive impact, on daily moments and choices and actions that we take every day that are always aligned with our values, our principles, and our priorities. And that is the power of intentions. If we use intentions appropriately, if we use intentions consistently, they can help us become that better version of ourselves that we aspire to become. 
And not only that, but they're going to help us show up as that best version of ourselves today and every day. So the key question is how to set intentions for your life, right? How can you harvest this power of intentions to have a strong end of the year and create momentum into the new year? To the most basic form, think about how do you want to show up every day? And the answer to that question is going to lead you to the intentions that you need to set up for your day, for your week, for your month, for your year, for your life. I'm going to share with you the approach that I follow personally that has worked for me in all the things that I've tried around intentions. The key with intentions is that you stay consistent, just like anything else, right? Just like with habits, you only move from a behavior to a habit if you're consistent. The same is with intentions. The only way that you're going to become that better version of yourself if you are intentional and consistent with your intentions. So here is the five-step process that I follow to set intentions and harvest the power of intentions. And I'm going to explain it to you in the context of how can you apply this right now to end this year strong and create momentum into the new year, because that is the theme for this series of podcast episodes that we've been doing for the last month. So the first step is to reflect and reconnect. I personally believe that in order to move forward, you must understand first where is that you are. So the first step is in making your intentions involve reflecting on your past. So if we think about ending the year strong, I would say reflect on this year so far. How have you show up this this year so far? What are the things that you're proud of? What are the moments that you showed up as the person that you want to be? As the person that leaves your values and your priorities? What have been the times that you have showed up that like that? But also, what are the times that you did not show up as the best version of yourself, that you did not show up in congruence with your values and your principles and, and your priorities. And once you do this little reflection, it's important to reconnect with exactly that, your values, your principles, and your priorities. If you've been listening to the series of episodes in the last month, we talked about this a little bit in a lot of the different episodes. So really reconnect with who is that you want to become. Who is that best version of yourself? How is that best version of yourself showing up every day? The next step that I do is I pick a theme. So every month this year, I've been picking a theme. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll see that the first day of every month, I put a post with the theme for that month. And along with that theme, I share my intentions for the month. So by choosing an overarching theme for the month, you're giving yourself kind of like a mantra or a guide, like a compass for your decisions during that month and your focus. And where are you putting your priority that month? It serves kind of like a North Star, guiding you towards 
what you want to become, the person that you want to become, how you want to show up every day. So every month I've been picking a theme. Actually, what I did as part of my annual planning, I planned the theme for every month of the year. I've made some changes along the way because I think it's important not only that you reflect on where you are right now and what are you're most proud of and what you're not so proud of, the times that you've show up that are aligned and the times that are not aligned with your values, principles, and priorities. But also, I look at what is going on that month in my life and what might be the theme that can inspire me to show up as the person that I need to be this month based on what's going on in my life right now. And for example, this month of November, I pick the theme of gratitude. That theme can be a word, can be a mantra, can be a quote, can be an identity that you aspire or a part of you, right? Like I want to be an intentional mom. I want to be a, an exceptional wife. I want to be, um, I, I want to be healthy, or it could be a word like gratitude, health, mindfulness, commitment, resilience. So pick a theme for the month based on where you are, but also what's going on in what in this season that you are right now in your life. The next step that I take, this will be step three, I create an identity-based intention. So I like when I set intentions under that theme to look in all areas of my life. I mentioned this many times in the podcast, but we are constantly wearing multiple hats and we can decouple these hats, right? I can clone myself and say, here is the Carolina, the mom and Carolina, the leader and Carolina, the spouse. I'm just one person. So I try to focus in all areas of my life and how they connect with this theme. By focusing on your identity, you allow yourself to make conscious, but also unconscious shifts based on how you want to show up in each area on your life in that particular time or season of your life. So if we're thinking about ending the year strong, think about what might be your theme for the remaining of the year. And then think about how does that theme or what does that theme mean in each of the roles that you play in your life? How will you show up in each of these roles of your life that are aligned with that theme or in in congruence with that theme? And then what I do is I identify actions for alignment, meaning I write down the behaviors, the actions that that version of me that is embracing that theme will do. Just like the example that I gave about running a marathon, right? If you want to become a runner, what would a runner do? Would train every day, it would eat healthy. It will run X amount of miles every day. It will take rest days. I don't know what to do because I've never run a marathon, but you get the point, right? So for me, for example, this month of November, my theme is gratitude. So I list how I would show up to embrace gratitude this month. And it could be things like 
going deeper in my gratitude practice every day. Every morning as part of my morning routine, I write down the five things that I'm grateful for that happened in the last 24 hours. Sending a thank you card every week to someone that made my day or helped me. Yeah, smiling to the stranger that lets me go into traffic. I've been doing gratitude walks, connecting with nature and focusing on, on gratitude, on the things in my life that I'm grateful for. Saying thank you more often. Um, reminding myself about it, right? Like a lot of times I go into a meeting and this theme is so present for me that naturally I find myself saying thank you more often when I'm interacting with, with people. So giving yourself intentional actions under each identity is going to provide you guidelines that is going to help you continue to evolve into this best version of yourself. And these actions don't have to be goals. They don't have to be measurable. They can be tiny little things, right? Simple things, simple actions that you can take in each area of your life, in each role that you play in your life that would align with that theme that you want. And reflecting on these actions on a regular basis is going to allow you to keep them front of mind and show up really as that version of yourself that would embrace these behaviors. And then finally, I review and realign. So at the end of the month, I reflect on how the month went. Sometimes I do it on a daily basis. I'll talk about my daily practice for, for intention. But at the end of the month, I would um, reflect on how the month went. Did I show up as the person that I wanted to show up? Did I honor my intentions? Did I have my intentions present every day during this month? And then I reevaluate what should be the theme for the next month. And I repeat the cycle all over again. And it takes, I don't know, five, 10 minutes to do this exercise. It doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't need to take a lot of time. It's a matter of being self-aware and connecting with yourself, connecting with your values, your principles, your priorities, and defining what and how you need to show up so you are more intentional in the way that you show up every day during that next period of time. Now, I mentioned I use this also daily. So if you've been following my podcast episode, you know that one of the things that I do every day, I plan my day and I identify my three non-negotiables for that day. These are three things that I'm going to do no matter what before the day is over. They become my non-negotiables. I've been adding on top of that because these non-negotiables are achievement related, right? So these are enablers to my goals, which are enablers for my achievements. On the side of intention and identity, what I've been doing every day is at the same time that I plan my day and I look at my calendar and I see what's going on on my day, I ask myself, how do I need to show up today? to show up as my best self based on what's going on on my day. And every day might look different, right? One day I might need to show up as a good listener and 
a servant leader. Some days I might need to show up as confident and assertive. Some days I might need to show up as calm and um, centered. So it is important that you look at what's going on on your day and based on what's going on on your day, ask yourself, who do I need to be today? How do I need to show up today so I can show up as the best version of myself based on what my day has for me, right? So I've been doing this consistently the last two months. And then during the day, I reconnect with my intentions, right? Because I set those intentions based on what was going on on my day. So I I share that I've been picking up my kid from my son from school every day. So before I leave the house to go pick him up from school, typically what I would do if I was not setting intentions, I was on a rush, like because I'm running to finish the meeting so I can get on the car and pick him up and I'm all stressed. And then I pick him up and I'm listening to a call while we're driving back home. But setting intentions have helped me to approach it differently. So before I close my computer and leave the house, I read my intentions. And one intention that I've been setting up all week long this week is I am a present mom. And that has really helped me because one, I kind of calm down, disconnect from work for a minute. I know that I'm going to reconnect 15, 20 minutes later when I get back home. But in the next 15, 20 minutes, I'm not going to think about work and I'm just going to be focused on being a present mom. And by the time that I get to school, I'm calm, I'm collected. You know, I I greet my son when he gets in the car, we hug, I ask him how the day went and I'm really paying attention to our conversation and that is my only priority on our way back home, right? And then when I get home, he goes to his room to do homework or play video games and I go back to work. And I realize that by setting these intentions and reconnecting with my intentions throughout the day, I'm able to show up as who I need to show up for the people that I love, for the situations that come my way during that day. And at the end of the day, I am left feeling more fulfilled, more joyful, more empowered. And who doesn't want to feel that way, right? And I think that that sense of feeling joyful it's kind of addictive. Once you have a day like that where your day has been going your way and you've been showing up, you know, as who you want to show up, you want the next day to be the same. And that motivates you to set intentions the next day and to reconnect with your intentions throughout the day. And that is, in summary, how I've been leveraging the power of intentions Um, especially in the last couple of months, but in an ongoing journey for the last two years. I hope that this is helpful. I hope that you find inspiration on this podcast episode this week to start harvesting the power of intentions, to leverage that power of intentions to have a strong end of your year 
and to create momentum into the new year. You can use it to set a theme for the rest of the year and set intentions as to how you want to show up for the remaining days of the year. And then you can use this process to set a theme and intentions for 2022. And let 2022 be the year that you live intentionally that you show up in congruence with your values and your priorities every day, and you leverage the power of intentions to live a more fulfilling and joyful year. Um, I hope this was helpful. If you like today's podcast episode, let me ask you a favor. I want to ask you that you share this episode with someone that you think can benefit from today's content. I will greatly appreciate you sharing and spreading the word. Hopefully this resonates with someone and can help someone in your life also live more intentionally. And with that, I hope you have an amazing and intentional week ahead. And I will see you here again for another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast.